The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. A leper came to Jesus and kneeling down begged him and said, If you wish, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, he stretched out his hand, touched him, and said to him, I do will it, be made clean. The leprosy left him immediately, and he was made clean. Then warning him sternly, he dismissed him at once. He said to him, See that you tell no one anything, but go, show yourself to the priest, and offer for your cleansing what Moses prescribed. That will be proof for them. The man went away and began to publicize the whole matter. He spread the report abroad so that it was impossible for Jesus to enter a town openly. He remained outside in deserted places, and people kept coming to him from everywhere. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, you all know the big news this weekend, right? What is it? Super Bowl. (laughs) Wrong. Now, I know if you're over 60, you can be forgiven for thinking it's the Super Bowl, but it's not. It's Taylor Swift. Is she going to get to Las Vegas in time? Now, I saw this morning a picture of her jet in Los Angeles. So I think she's going to make it, but will she get a parking place? <laughs> now, that, isn't that amazing? People are wondering about Taylor Swift making it to the Super Bowl. And what a difference what's going on here, what we're doing, praising, and what's going out in the world. Some people are saying that Super Bowl tickets are going for $9,000. Can you imagine This is ridiculous. And yet this is the world we live in. Now we come here, of course, and we don't hear about money. We don't pay to come here. We don't get paid. We don't pay to get healed. We don't pay to receive the body of Christ. So it's free. But what what a discrepancy between what we're doing right now, what we believe, what we're acting on, hopefully, and what's happening in the world. So When we go out those doors, if we fall right back into lockstep with everybody else, the question is, do we really believe what we say we believe? Because what we hear today in the scriptures is really an amazing story that you and I are called to continue, to continue to live. So if you think about it, in that first reading, we have a man with leprosy, or anybody with leprosy, they have to go around shouting unclean so that people will avoid them. And if someone should touch a leper, they become unclean and they have to go through a ritual cleansing. And these people cannot live with other people. They have to live outside the camp. Now, certainly people inside the camp would bring them food, but these people were deprived of the community that they grew up with. What a horrible existence. 
And yes, that's what Leviticus talks about. Don't become unclean by touching someone who is unclean. Now we fast forward to Jesus. We have the same story, a leper who was living certainly out by himself because he had leprosy, he was unclean, and yet he comes to Jesus, says, if you want, you can make me clean. Jesus says, I do will it. And what does Jesus do? He touches him. He touches him. He doesn't care, you know, what the rules are. He's there to serve people. He touches him and the man is made clean. Now imagine what he would have gone through in realizing he was clean. He didn't have to live out by himself or with other lepers. He could go back to his family. He could be part of the community again. What a great gift Jesus gave him. And that's the point of our stories that God stops at nothing to reunite us, to make us clean, to bring us back to the community of believers. Now, what we hear in the gospel, which is very interesting, because of Jesus' healing of the leper and telling him, don't tell anyone, and what did the leper do? He told everybody. So now it's Jesus that's outside the towns because he couldn't come in because there were too many people looking for him. So the, 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 the whole thing has kind of changed. But that's okay, because people still went out to wherever Jesus was because they wanted cleansing, they wanted healing. They wanted to be back in the community. And any kind of illness, any kind of lack that we have can be a barrier between ourselves and being healthy members of a community. So God in creating the universe to begin with, wanted it so that everybody could come together and be supportive. Not that there would be people who would be ostracized or kicked out of society because of illness. So Jesus comes to show exactly what the Father intended from the beginning, and he works on it. He does it. And so we too, as his disciples, are called to do the same thing. You know, not something different, not to come up with our own way of doing things, but to look at what Jesus did and did what he did. We've heard for the last couple of weeks that Jesus went into every town and he went into the synagogue and taught people. He taught people. Very important. Teaching people. This is God. This is the God you're supposed to worship. This is the God you're called to follow. He healed people. He cured them. Wherever he went, people were cured. And what did he do? He got rid of demons that were possessing people. Very important. So he's trying to say God's plan from the beginning was that we be whole and healthy and not out in the, the world crying out unclean, but coming to God to be cleansed, to be healed. So that's our story today. But are we doing that? Are we going in search of those who need healing. Do we take it literally that when God says you can heal, that we can try healing people? Do we go out in search of those who are in need of bringing them back into the community and bringing them back into the community, no matter what other people say? You know, we, we can categorize people, put them into boxes, but when push comes to shove, they're all children of God, and we're called to love them 
as God loves them. And that's what Paul is saying. Last week he said, I'm all things for all people. Why? Because I want people to know the love of God. And today he says, be imitators of me as I am an imitator of Jesus. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Imitate Jesus and his love, his compassion, his desire that all people be healed. And again, there's no cost to it. God gives us the authority, the gifts, the power to go forth and really bring people back together. Now, wouldn't it be wonderful the problem that Jesus had in terms of crowds following him, wouldn't it be wonderful if we had that problem every week? That there were people lined outside the door just waiting to get in because in some way they realized that by coming here they were going to be welcome to be part of the community, to be healed, to be fed, to be cared about and cared for and, and not worried that they don't live the lifestyle of Taylor Swift and all those jetting into the Super Bowl, but rather they, just the way they are, are God's delight, God's wonderful creation, they're God's children. Because that's the message we're supposed to take away from, from all of this. It's not about doing things that get us in the newspapers, but rather just doing the simple things of loving people, consoling people, being compassionate, being caring, and then practicing using the gifts that we have been given, whatever they might be. Maybe we have the gift of physical healing. Well, we've got to practice it. We're not going to know if we have it until we start practicing it. Hospitality, that's another charism. Can you imagine if instead of worrying about what people will do if they come into our homes, we throw open the doors? and let anybody come in. Instead of putting plastic sheeting over our sofas, you know, to preserve it a little bit. That happened to me once, and I'm thinking, what is going on here? I obviously am not good enough to sit on the actual sofa. But that's our mentality, isn't it? We want things to last long. We don't want them to get dirty. Well, then say goodbye, Jesus, because Jesus probably smelled like the sheep, right? But we want to show people it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We want you here because God wants you here. And we want to be like Jesus, going out, finding people, and then offering them a different life, a life that's focused on the goodness of God. And our goodness, too. We were all created to be good people, to be holy people, to be people who take the gifts of God and use them to expand the kingdom of God. So we pray for that each weekend, but praying is not enough because God is not going to force us to do what we're called to do. Uh, Paul did it willingly. Why? Because he was so grateful that God forgave him for all his sins. And so he didn't care what happened. So we too are supposed to have that attitude. doesn't matter who we are, what we have. It all belongs to God. How can I open the doors of my heart? open the doors of my home so that I can be like Jesus, welcoming those, and then going out and finding people and bringing them home. So that's a goal that we are called to take seriously because it's all through the Gospels, it's all through the Bible. So here we are, we're hearing that message again, we hear it many times, we need to act on it, we need to practice it. 
and we are going to receive the very flesh of blood, which is true food, divine food, which nourishes us, changes us, strengthens us, so that we have the ability, the power, the authority to go forth and not just talk about Jesus, but to do what Jesus did. So every week when we go from here, we should think not, well, I got mass out of the way. No. Okay, what did I learn today? What am I going to put into practice this week? And as I go through the week, as I see what's going on, what am I going to bring back here so I can share it with others and then go forth again and work on it even more? But that's the process. So the day we die, we are called to be, as Paul tells us, imitators of Jesus Christ. And if we do that, then there will be people who will come to us because they'll know we are caring people. We are people who can do great things in God's name, who embrace people to be part of God's community. So that's for every one of us. As we do it together more and more, more people will want to be healed. So you and I, we're in the same boat. Till the day we die, we'll be challenged to be more like Jesus so that people will know how caring and loving and compassionate we are and to become part of his community.